There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The Michael Reed Show podcast. Tune in weekdays from 9 on LMFM. To contact us, email now. Michael at lmfm.ie. Well, as you've been hearing earlier on in the programme, later today we should know whether or not uh, schools are going to reopen in the coming weeks. Uh, it could cause inconvenience or could cause uh, a lot of uh, convenience, depending on which side of the fence you're on, depending on what the government decide. Well, to get a perspective on the difficulties facing uh, the school system, I'm joined on the line by Tomás Sharkey, who's principal of Collage de Cucullin in Dundalk. Tomás is a Sinn Féin councillor, but is wearing his principal's hat for the sake of this interview. And uh, on the other line is Nora Malloy, who's a principal of the Presentation Primary School in Ballymechany in Drogheda. Uh, Tomás, I'm going to start with you. Let, let's assume the schools are returning in two weeks' time. Let's assume that's happening. So, as it stands, what sort of difficulties are you facing uh, in terms of organising where pupils uh, sit and how teachers conduct themselves uh, and so on? What sort of difficulties are you facing as things currently stand? Good morning, Ken. How are you? Um, I wouldn't call them difficulties. We've taken the last couple of months in school to, to look at the logistics and we've come up with solutions to how we're going to manage things in school. We have 650 kids due to come back into Colossico Holland in the next week and a half. Monday, to, Friday the 28th of August, our first years are starting in the morning, and then our fifth years are starting that afternoon. We're lucky our corridors are nice and wide, they're two and a half metres wide, so we can socially distance from the corridors. Mr Corrigan and Mr McKeown have put a way through the corridors today. Midway line, there's a middle of the motorway down the corridor and the kids will be moving on the left-hand side. All of our classrooms are 7 metres by 7 metres. That's 49 square metres. And we can comfortably fit 24 students socially distanced at individual desks in the classrooms. So that will all work as well. We, we looked at our timetable. There were a couple of year groups where there were more than 24 kids in a class. So what we've done is we've use the additional teacher allocation that the department has given us. We've made every class a maximum of 24 students size, so all classes will be able to fit into the classrooms that we have. We've also looked at the yard areas that we have in the school, and we can organise it that the first years will be using the courtyard, the second years will be using the front yard of the school. We've a football field, we've basketball courts, and we all have also have a quad area. So the children will be able to use their break in the lunchtime be outside. We've also discussed with the canteen company that we're going to 
stagger the access to the canteen at lunchtime and the canteen company are going to give come to the classroom at 2 minutes to 11 in the morning with the kids' snack and handed that, that to them on the way outside for their 11 o'clock break. As regards, so in secondary school as well, we have a lot of practical subjects. So we have engineering, woodwork, home economics, art, and, and music. So those classrooms are, are bigger than a normal-sized classroom. Our woodwork teachers, Mr. McKeown, Mr. White, and the metalwork teacher, Mr. Carbon, have organised the tool stands. They're all numbered 1 to 24. The workstations are all numbered 1 to 24. So when you come in to do your woodwork uh, in two weeks' time, You'll be at workstation number one. You'll be using drill bit number one. You'll be using the, the handsaw number one, hammer number one. And that's how we're going to manage that. There is a challenge when it comes to computer class because we don't want the situation of having too many kids in and out of the computer room without not enough time to sanitise the keyboards and the workstations. So we're going to prioritise first years and sixth years in computer classrooms because we want the first years to get up and running in the school email system in case there's a lockdown after a couple of weeks. So we need them to be set up to, to do their learning online. And we need a six years in as a matter of priority because we need to get them set up with their CAO, college applications and career investigation process. So I corrected you at the very start, Ken, you said problems or difficulties. Um, we, we feel that we've overcome the challenges that might be coming down our road. That's not to say when the kids come back and that all the staff come back that we won't see other challenges that we have to overcome. But in the last couple of weeks, we've been given additional cleaning resources, so money to pay extra cleaners, money to buy extra sanitizers, money to hire extra teachers, and also money to do additional work in the school building that may need it. So that's to deal with signage, doors might have needed amendment and, and furniture might have needed change around. So I think I don't want to sign too confident because things do change. But as it stands, we're ready. As it stands, the students of Colossal and could start back tomorrow. And that's not an invitation to the parents to drop them off tomorrow morning. But we would be ready to start tomorrow. OK, so uh, for all intent and purposes, you are ready to go. Ready to go. Ready to go. Well, if I can turn to uh, Nora Malloy, who's the principal of the Presentation Primary School in Ballymackenney, just outside Drogheda. Nora, are you as organised as Tamal Sharkey? Yes, I believe uh, we are, Ken. Um, as Tamal already mentioned, we have been working very proactively since June, looking at the advice from the Department of Education and looking at our building in a problem-solving capacity as to how we are going to manage our pupils' access from the gate and into their classrooms safely in a socially distanced manner. We're very fortunate here where we are. We have a very large yard space, So we will have no problem uh, when the children are out at break times. We are going to be easily able to adapt our yard. We're going to have two yard times for the junior end of the school and for the first to sixth classes. And we can easily um, break our yard into seven sectors for those where they still have quite a large amount of space and they will be completely within their classroom bubble. So the emphasis at primary school is that the children will not be wearing masks, but the teachers will once they cannot socially distance by two metres from the pupils. So we have laid out our classrooms with a clear demarcation line. 
uh, allowing the teacher the space to teach from the interactive board and her desk area. And once the teacher passes over that line, if she needs to, to become closer to the pupils, they will wear a mask. So it's very clear that uh, demarcation line and it's also very clear for pupils and once our pupils are back which we are really looking forward to having them back we really missed them all and shortly now today all the parents in our school will be getting texts we're staggering the start time on Thursday the 27th of August as of now we are planning for reopening on Thursday the 27th of August as per government guidelines currently and on that day then junior infants and third class have all been given an allocated time for them to come individually and on the rest of the school then from senior infants to sixth will start at the usual time and all our teachers will be out on yard so that we have supervision cover on both wet and dry mornings and then the children will be guided into the classroom in a socially distanced manner. Infrastructure-wise, um, I would like to give credit to our caretaker and very proactive board of management. Our caretaker, Martin, and the board of management uh, decided very early on, prior to getting funding, and we're delighted we have received funding, that hot water has been installed in all the bathrooms. We're very fortunate here that the bathrooms are within every classroom, so there won't be any crossover with our pupils. We also have sanitising stations in every room, um, automatic soap dispensers, signage very clearly accessing the school and when the children will enter the gate to the yard in the mornings there will be sanitising stations there. So before they even enter the school building um, we have the children's hands sanitised. So then the teachers will go through with them the routine in their own classroom and there will be schedules and rotas for when they're washing their hands and there are Clear guidelines will be issued to teachers and pupils about all the protocols that we expect when we come back. Um, Tomás, if I can come back to you, um, I suppose the question uh, some parents might want to know is that, uh, assuming uh, the schools open, will there be extracurricular activity uh, in light of the difficulties we're facing at the moment in trying to prevent the spread of this virus? It depends on the type of extracurricular activity, Ken, to be straight up. The, the number one priority is to keep the virus out of schools and out of public areas. So that's a number one priority. We also, then our next priority is to get the kids back learning with as much normality and consistency as possible. So let's get them back to the curriculum, get them, get them back to the course of studies, their Gaelic, Verla, Math, History, Geography, Woodwork, Art, Science, Music, and all the subjects. And when you mention extracurricular activity, a lot of parents are probably thinking of the lines of PE. Now, the guidelines from the department are very clear. The department say that PE is still a priority, and I agree. We need to get kids back in their exercises, back in their sports. In the PE curriculum, it's probably going to be more core sports, so there might be a bit, a bit of badminton for the first couple of weeks because there's less contact going on there. So we're going to ease our way back in. But if you're talking then of some extracurricular activities after school, we're going to have to gauge that, how confident we are, how we can manage that. Um, Basketball training, well, we'll have to wait for the Basketball Association of Ireland to come back to us and tell us if they're going to be starting their their competitions, whether we're going to be training for extracurricular activities for competitions that aren't going to happen. Um, But also as well, after school clubs, I think that's going to be a difficulty in all schools because we have a commitment 
to ensure that the school is cleaned down at least once a day. So our cleaning staff have had their hours realigned so that there's a good, solid clean done in the school after the kids have left. Well, so yeah, okay, the, tomorrow. the just answer to... is we'll have, to, we'll have to manage that as we start eating back in. Okay, just one one very brief question, Tomas, before I go to, to Nora and wrap it up. Um, do you think the wearing of masks in secondary schools will be difficult to manage? I don't think so. I think that our teenagers are sensible. We've had five months of this. It's the 12th of March when the kids were sent home because of COVID. And they're, they're sensible. They're, they're going to the shopping centres and you'll see them in shopping centres and they're wearing the masks. And everybody in Ireland understands the reason why we would have to wear masks. And I think that the teenagers are very sensible. They're very aware of what's going on. They're very aware of why we have to do it. And they're very aware of the importance of coming back to school and very responsible for their own safety and for the health of those around them as well. So I don't think that that's going to be an issue. But we also have to repeat, and I want your parents, all the parents and families listening to your show this morning to understand, we're doing this with a positive attitude. This is a can-do attitude, and we're also going to do it to make sure that everybody is safe and well and back learning. And one little thing that we also have to remember, if you're not feeling well, you should not come into school that morning. All right, okay. The risk of taking an illness into a school. Okay, just one final question to Nora Malloy in uh, the presentation primary school in Bally McKenney. Nora, you you sound as if you have your act very much together there and uh, well done. Uh, Do parents have anything at all to be concerned or worried about if they're sending their little Johnny or Mary to your school in the coming weeks, assuming the government gives the go ahead? Yeah, absolutely not. Obviously, we understand that parents will be concerned and any students that have particular health issues, we are liaising with them on the best way to accommodate uh, their particular situation. But for all the rest of our pupils, as um, I've said already, we definitely take a problem-solving approach to this, very proactive we have had several in-school management meetings with Audrey Lynch, our deputy, Graham Kearns, our assistant principal, Fiona and Paula, our assistant principals as well, to try, we've gone through all the checklists that have come in to try and preempt any issues that may arrive. And our approach is that with good collaboration with everybody, that we will preempt any issues that we may run into and that we hope and we're very confident that we have already addressed them as they come in. We've also um, changed our cleaning regimes and we will have our cleaner Lily in during the school day as well, which wouldn't have been the case in the past, to clean areas twice during the time the children are in school. And our board of management has also invested in a fogging machine which will disinfect areas regularly throughout the week uh, so that we will keep our premises as pristine as we can and in line with all government guidelines. And that's to give confidence to the pupils, the parents and the staff. And I would like to say we are welcoming everybody back with socially distanced waves and the schools will run well because the children will be fantastic and they will adapt to the new regime very easily. Okay, uh, all sounds good there. That's uh, Nora Malloy, Principal of the Presentation Primary School in Ballymckenny in Drogheda and uh, Tomás Sharkey, who was on the line there from Colosh to Cúcullen in Dundalk. Okay, more to come. We'll take a break. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.